Before we get into this episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on new episodes. Welcome back to Fan One Land, and it's time to fall down the rabbit hole with us again. I'm TJ, and today we have with us an upcoming super talented Australian duo. Today's guests released their debut EP in August 2018, titled Replay. From Naomi's amazing drum covers to Amiri's solo covers to their duo covers and their down-to-earth vibe giggling before starting to cover. It's an absolute joy to see the joy and passion these two ladies have for their music. With endorsements from Yamaha Music Australia and Collision Drumsticks, Chasing Velvet aren't here to take the music industry quietly. With a remix of If I May by fellow Aussie Reese Sabo, out November 16th, the duo are at the forefront of giving Australian music its own girl group to rival the Veronicas. With a pop sound that brings back early 2000s memories, mixed with sounds of the Chainsmokers and Clean Bandit, Mixed with the vocals a little mix and their own silky vocals, Replay is an EP you'll have on repeat. Welcome Naomi and Amira, and thank you for giving up your time to chat with us today. Hi! Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. That was a nice little thing <laughs> you said. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, that's all accurate, so. <laughs> first things first, what inspired the EP Replay? A lot of different things. A lot of different things. And it was it was more the fact that we didn't have a particular concept when we yeah. first started writing it. Um, we just did a whole bunch of little demos. Demos. Um, little ideas. Little ideas. And then when we went to Sydney, we worked with Reese Sabu, um, mm-hmm. who's our producer. And, you know, he helped us figure out what songs to work on. Yeah. And from there, we were able to write lyrics from our experiences and everything and it yeah, just ended up working out really well without having an idea of yeah how to start it yeah yeah songs, it just happened the songs kind of gave the concept per se and yeah like the concept of the ep is like experiences experiences <laughs> yeah things that happen <laughs> i know in the press release it said it was uh, like diverse i think was the aim that both of you went for is like each track you wanted to be diverse vocally I think Do you want to yeah how, how that was intended like di- with diverse yeah. tracks so and I think yeah I think that when we didn't really know exactly what particular sound we wanted when we started making each song they all, all sounded, sounded a little bit yeah they yeah. sounded different but at the same time you could hear them on the same track together and it just meshed really well and yeah we're really proud yeah. of it it gives us a chance to um, to speak to different audiences, people who music and, and experience. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Experience it all together and yeah, reach just a bunch of different people. Yeah. Now, you know, your PRs compared you to Little Mix and Destiny's Child a little bit, but it's really hard to put Chasing Velvet in that category when they've got awesome drum beats from Naomi and then amazing dual vocals from the both of you. What or who inspires your vocals and your sounds? Um, vocally for me, um, it's very like strong female vocalists. <laughs> um, very much like Demi Lovato, um, Christina Aguilera, Adele. Um, lately been kind of more the indie vibe, indie pop vibe, like Billie Eilish and stuff. But I've been trying to incorporate them both together <laughs> together into one <laughs> yeah um I think like as as a band though like in terms of 
uh, um, the musicality, it's a mix between like Julia Michaels and Dua Lipa. Like Dua Lipa we're with both <laughs> obsessed with Dua Lipa. In like the writing process? Yeah. Like, what would... Yeah, her and Julia Michaels, like those two, like, uh, yeah, it's just amazing. Um, like for, for me personally though, like with, with musicality, I take a lot of influence from Coldplay. Um, it's funny because our music is nothing really like Coldplay at all, but the simplicity of their songs mm. makes it, the themes yeah, and yeah, the, the simplicity of the songs makes it so nice. And I feel like, like our songs, for instance, Without You or If mm. I May, uh, no, Ascendancy yeah. is, is rather simple compared to some of the other ones, but they, they sound really, they're super vibing. Yeah, they're super vibing. They sound really cool. So. Yeah, we ha- it's it's good that we both have like different, different. Um, inspirations because then we can just like put them together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it, I guess that's it's a sound. different sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes our yeah. uh, makes chasing velvet sound. <laughs> yeah, which is good because we don't necessarily want to be like one specific thing, and because that's not who we are. We're not one specific thing as yeah. people. We're a vast. <laughs> so you wanted to sort of vary. Sound wise, from EP to EP. Um, we, that's a thing. We we don't we're not hundred percent sure at the moment. We do like the sound that we um have with replay, but there's always like new things coming out mm-hmm. as well. So as we we have our sound, I think, but at the same time, we want to be able to like. Take inspiration from what's new now, yeah, yeah. But also take inspiration from, from what we have, what we have, yeah, yeah. and yeah, kind of go. There seems to be something a bit more artists have been doing. Uh, like when I was chatting with the Teen Kings recently, that was something they said is between their second album, which was the massive hit album, and then now yeah. they're sort of writing for themselves rather than writing sort of what the studio wants, so to speak, and mm. like. They're, they're writing the mood that they want to write rather than sticking to the same thing just because it works and it's what's popular. That yeah. Is, that's the sort of direction I gather you guys are wanting to go in as well in that you want to write what you feel works rather than stick to the same sound just because you can. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's also why like our songs are like very kind of genres because – we both listen to different genres and you know it's you're more you're able to connect with a, a bigger range of people that being said as well and people that like different genres so yeah i think what we different did with types of people yeah different, different types of people so um yeah with with replay i think we we got to really do that like yeah because it's so different from what we started, started, with, started yeah. with. We were very um, pop rock. And no, not even rock. Not, not pop even punk. pop punk. It was pop punk, yeah. It just, it was something good at the time, something we both liked, but was something, it? it wasn't necessarily personal. Yeah. Um, Is that the hidden and we, sort of debut EP, Wings? Yes, that no one will know. Because <laughs> I noticed in, your, in the press that I was sent, Replace technically your debut, but I also noticed there's yeah. one called Wings, which is technically your debut, but yeah. press-wise not your debut. Yeah. 
mysteriously yeah. uh, disappeared. Um, It'll come back <laughs> out one day sooner or later, but yeah, we not do, now. Um, we do an acoustic version of um, one of our of our actual first, first, first single, yeah. Vertigo. We do um, an acoustic version of that when we have shows, when we do acoustic shows. Yeah. And that one's we like that what one. we stick with <laughs> from the Wings EP. I'd like to go through the EP track by track and dive into one inspired each track and the writing the studio process for the tracks. So start with track one being replay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what inspired the so, writing and studio process? Well, that song was um, a collaboration. And so pretty much I think with, with um, replay it was just like kind of – we kind of we finished it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was more we we finished the song. It was nothing really personal from one person or another person. It was just like okay, the idea of the song is to, yeah, you know, have a theme like uh, remember this time. Yeah, and then we kind of went with that one. Yeah, it was nothing like something super personal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a track two, which is Ascendancy, which is one of my personal favourites, but not actually a single, surprisingly. Yeah. Not, not, not so, that's funny. <laughs> we, we debated. It was so hard to choose the singles. Yeah. We were asking, like, everyone we knew. Everyone. Which song do you think um, would be the best? And everyone had a completely different answer. Yeah. Which was really good in the And really bad the, at the same time. Yeah, it, was, it was good because... Um, all the songs were good enough to be a single, um, a single but yeah. then it was really hard for us to make that decision. Like, then what do you want us to do? Like, yeah. what do we, which ones do we do? But um, yeah, As- Ascendancy yeah. sounds nothing like what I originally yeah. <laughs> So that song was written about five years ago. I wrote that song when I was living in Indonesia. Um, and yeah, when we were thinking about writing an EP, um, my boys think this could be a good song. Like, yeah. And then from there, like, we obviously changed a lot as well. Um, it was a very kind of indie. Um, and as now, often are. as mine often are. <laughs> but um, yeah, when we hit the studio, we we still use those really authentic indie chords, but we made it like in a way where you can still kind of like dance to it and mm-hmm. make it very. Boppy, very dually inspired. That's very yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, lyrically, it's it's pretty much what the lyrics say. It's yeah, when you're going through hard times and you have someone that's like trying to tell you what to do all the time, but you just want to break free. And yeah, that's pretty much what happened, and that's the inspiration for the song. Because <laughs> I think it's Amira's yeah. vocals with the RRO bit before my ascendancy. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I started to really separate the two uh, vocals. I think it's both of us. It's all of us. It's, yeah, yeah. We we most of the choruses are doubled. Yeah, we doubled them and stuff. But yeah, yeah. And track three, which I think yeah, a lot of your fans would probably be aware of, is if I may. So did anything in particular sway yeah. that one? Story. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a story. Okay, um, we got to tell this one now. Hey, this. <laughs> so we started with when we were writing um, demos, we had inspiration from, I can't remember the band, but they had this very, um, like a party song. And we're like, okay, like that's. I guess, oh, um, Fisher Boys, Fisher Australian. Boys. They're Australian yeah. band. Um, 
people that's what people want right so we thought maybe um we might try and write something that the people might want but <laughs> in saying that um obviously if you try and do something that other people want it's not going to turn out right yeah so we started it and we had really like generic party lyrics and me and Amy just weren't happy with it and um we kind of kept it as a demo and we sent it to Reese and he's like I like the idea not sure and we weren't sure so when we went to me and Amy were just like we don't like it (laughs) so um we scrapped all of the lyrics and we completely started from scratch with just the chords yeah and um it was actually really hard because we had the old melody and the old lyrics stuck in our heads Mm. so um we actually we took a coffee break and we yes. went outside and um and then I think you had written down a word and then yeah on and the laptop and then I wrote a word underneath it and, and then, then we it were started like, from there okay sure and then our producer got in got in and he was like oh yeah oh and then we went on a train ride it was just, like and it's literally about like the first verse in particular was shaped by not being able to know what to write. Yeah, like, like having literally blocks. tying, like the line tying, um, was it tying a tongue around? Tying my tongue, tongue around, around the things, things that, that I mean. Yeah, was literally about not being able to know what to write. Right, and then it just sort of the song sort of formed into like this sort of like sort of similar themes to ascendancy. How yeah, it's like. You can't stop me from doing what I yeah. need to do. So you can, it's funny because you can take it as like, oh, wow, these girls wrote a song about not being able to write a song. And you can take it as, oh, yeah, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah, empowerment. <laughs> that, that's such an Aussie thing to do. <laughs> write a song about, I don't, I don't know how to write a song, sorry. I just write a song around it. <laughs> Very similar to a demo that we just wrote that's about something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when do we get the demo? Oh, sorry. Will we get the demo? Is probably the right answer, right question. Yeah, we don't know yet. We actually don't know. Yeah, we don't actually know. Track four without you. Oh, this was one that we pushed for. Yes, it It was not going to be not talked about. Yeah, I definitely agree. I yeah, it's. I think it's actually a really cool song. Um, we wrote the demo here. Hey, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, it's kind of quite similar lyrically to the demo. Actually, I think it is. We yeah. just added on. We just added, we just added on lyrics. But it it was not the it was not the one that was picked. It was not like let's do this one and this one and this one. It was like oh yeah yeah maybe could be maybe but um Naomi and I were like. We want, we it. want it. Please, can we do it? <laughs> yes, we're doing can we it. Can we do it? We see the vision. You may not see it, but we see it. Yeah. And the hook is pretty much identical to what it was in the first demo. Yeah, like yeah. On the voice memo on my phone. Yeah. Um, it was just like a really, and that came very organically to us. We were yeah. Like, uh, it was just, yeah. It, it's uh, stuck in our heads, and yeah. it wouldn't have been right if it wasn't on the EP. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I Mine just, too. It's so vibey and you know, really and young cool. love kind of thing. Yeah, you know? the young love. <laughs> it's also so much fun to perform live. Mm. I just like pretend I'm a ballerina. It's fun. <laughs> and track five, Homewrecker, which is my personal favorite. <laughs> yeah, it was another collaboration. That was another collaboration. Um, actually, a friend of our managers. Um he started writing the song and we actually started that song that was a year 
before. Yeah, the year One, before. Yeah, we started that song the year before. Yeah, I flew to Sydney. Um, oh my like, goodness, yeah. March or something. Yeah, the year before. The year before. Um, yeah, I flew to Sydney and we did it with a different producer and we just weren't happy with it. It wasn't. It wasn't where it could wanted. be. Yeah, it wasn't what we wanted. So we kept it. We um, held it on. We held on to it. Not sure what to do with it. And then when we started writing and collaborating with Reese, we kind of brought it back out and were like, is there something you can do with this? Is there something we can do? And he actually really liked it. So yeah. we decided to redo everything, redo all the vocals. Yeah. And, and now it is what it is now. It's completely different. Um, again, to the demo, it's completely different to what was before that. But, yeah. It it's a very sassy song. Yeah. It's really fun to play. And, well, <laughs> and I, it's very fun for Amira to sing to. She's <laughs> like, the sass comes out. <laughs> Is there That's a particular nice. influence that inspired that, whether it be an ex or whatever? Um, I think it's just generally. I think it's just we all know, we all have that one person. Yeah. Every, everyone does. Everyone has that person where you just like, just like cause. Yeah. <laughs> with, with your two strip tracks being Ascendancy and Replay, they're both really the essence of stripped rather than acoustic as some artists occasionally do. They'll call it stripped, but it's more acoustic-y. What, how, what did you do to approach the stripped version of both the tracks? Well, they both were acoustic. Yeah, that's kind of that. The stripped version is how the song started, started. basically. Like, um, <laughs> Ascendancy was going to be that sort of style. Um, yeah, guitar wise, like acoustic yeah. sounding, but indie sounding. So, yeah, in the process, it turned more into this sort of boppy, poppy sound, but we still really liked the, the sort of finger picking, the pretty guitar. And we wanted to hold on to that, so we decided to to make those two make songs the, how they yeah. were, like they originally were, and yeah, yeah make with, it stripped back. Same with replay. It started yeah. as with just like guitar. guitar. It was very guitar heavy, but yeah. um, yeah, in turning it into what it is now, we still wanted to hold on to what it was. Will Will we get music yeah. videos for any of the singles? Mm, maybe. maybe. <laughs> We may be planning to We are not allowed to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Is this but, a you don't want to or the label says you can't? Well, we're not, unless, we're, we're not 100%. We're not under a label, actually. Yeah. Well, sure. yeah. So at the moment, we we it, it's just more to keep the hype up when it yeah. does happen. Yeah. Because then people are going to know and then it's like, So oh, it's going yeah. to happen then. Oh, oh no! <laughs> well, I mean, everyone does a music video eventually. Yeah, that's what I mean. Everyone does one eventually. <laughs> just throw the fans a twist and do one for Homewrecker. <laughs> just get them hyped up with the singles and then just throw a music video for Homewrecker. There we go. Yeah. Solve the problem. Just throw any. True. <laughs> is, is there a second EP on the way? Um, Again, we are not sure. Uh, <laughs> and if we were sure, we probably couldn't really say. We couldn't really say. Honestly, we we're, are writing stuff. We're just writing music. We're not, I guess, going to – we're not approaching it as – we need to write a single. Yeah. We need to write EP. Yeah. We don't – we're just sort of writing and seeing what comes organically to us and – When the time comes. Yeah. 
in the studio. If they're all good, then who knows? We might have an EP. But if they all have potential of being singles, then we might do that. Like, we really don't know. We're just writing and writing and writing at the moment. (laughs) Just going with the flow and seeing where that takes. Planning for an EP or an album, basically. You just sort of write and see how it feels. Yeah. 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 And I think that's the whole writing process for us in general is we're kind of. I think it's a bit orthodox how we do it, to be honest. A lot yeah. of bands would go in and be like, yes, we're going to write an album. We're writing we're gonna... this kind of song. Yeah. And we just kind of flow off each other and see, um, have you got an idea? Mm, kind of. Do you have an idea? Maybe. Yeah. Um, do you want to just come up with something new? Yeah. It's very, like, fluid and it comes – it's come a lot easier than it has. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that, that's something that I think between you both – the Ting Tings and you yourself, like they did an album of eight, but it felt more like an EP and there wasn't, and this is what a lot of artists have talked to lately, it has felt is there's less of filler tracks as such, like the EP's like yeah. seven tracks, but they're all tracks that belong on there. There's nothing that, I mean, I've, there's so many albums I've got that like Taylor's was about the only one I'll fully listen to all the tracks. There's usually some <laughs> tracks you just like, yeah, I can't be bothered with that. Well, mm. why would I listen? Why would I listen to all of that? Because they're just shit. <laughs> like you, yeah. just, it's like well, if you just put on the ones that you feel are necessary, then I think that's more what fans will go for. Like they'd rather like two or three EPs. Yeah. I mean, Queen Herbie, US yeah. artist, has done four EPs. She still hasn't done an album because that's just yeah. what feels better, and it's like four tracks each. So if that's yeah. fair, and it's going to be more absorbed easily. And that was something that yeah. was said to me recently by a few people is if you're going to have, you know, four or five tracks, you'd rather have the four or five than give them 18 that's all sort of jumbled. Like, let them resolve the four, then give them another four, stuff like that. It's, yeah. Because it's, it's pointless to give them, like, more tracks than they're actually going to listen to at a time. I mean, I've listened yeah. to the whole EP on repeat, and it's, it's something that I'll go back to and listen to because I want to, not because... I've got a recording coming up with you. It's something that I enjoy that I want to listen to. So I think it's if you get that sort of thing, it's better than doing, you know, an 18-track one that you're really going to listen to all of them in one sitting. Yeah, yeah. It's – so this story – I was going to say this is this storytelling through the five tracks. From what you've said, it's sort of yes and no, I gather. So I think they all individually have their own story. Um, together as a whole, I think it it can be interpreted as that. Um, sort of, um, I guess, um, Homework and Without You would be probably the least go together, I guess. Yeah. But um, just, I guess, that, but that is life. Like, you, you have, you have the love of your life and you and have, you don't. You have the um, one that you don't like anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> it's the contrast. Yeah. The replay is definitely just a whole lot of songs with a whole lot of different contrasts. And I think it just works at the same time. Hmm. Um, I think the story is life. They, we're getting deep. Yeah, the story, <laughs> the story is life. And, the, um, and I think what's interesting about that is that the really the only theme that's doubled in our EP is 
like perseverance and yeah. doing what you want to do and doing what you need to do and not letting anyone stand in their way. And I think that's that's a good thing. It's yeah, it's a good thing, <laughs> and it's also something that we're we are doing actively, like at, at the moment. Yeah, and it's shown through through the writing, through the production, and it stands now as two of the songs are about that in their own way. Yeah. They are about our journey. Yeah. Right now. The story li- is, is really life cool. there. That sounds like a good EP <laughs> title. It actually does. I'll write that one down. I was going to say, I'd, I'd make a note of that and write a song around. <laughs> it's like, it's like a perfect you... EP title there. And yeah. you just said it. Is a national tour on the cards at all, including Tasmania, because we often get missed. <laughs> Um, at the moment, no, unfortunately. Not for this EP. Not for this EP. Um, but I think at some point. Yeah, at some point we'd definitely love to meet fans, perform live to, to meet them, to see what they think and and talk to them. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'd just be cool just to go to different cities like we have been to as well. And get to perform for different people, yeah, yeah like what like, Amira said, yeah. Yeah, and, like, bringing these songs on stage is, like, one of the most fun parts. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and seeing people to it and, and like to what it. you yeah. created is just an insane thing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, we'll see what happens next year, but, yeah, yeah as of now, nothing is, com- yeah. like, nothing is planned on doing a national tour, but we'll definitely, yeah. we'll definitely see how things go. We dipped our toe in touring. With, yeah. With the last with that EP untitled. that shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, the um, EP that won't be named. <laughs> we, we did um, a short little um, national tour. National tour. There was my first experience with anything like that. And it was small, but it was, it was, it was an experience. Yeah, it was an experience. It was different. It was new. It was something that I obviously would love to do in the future and something that I want to continue doing. And Because, yeah. like, um, you have a lot more experience with this sort of stuff. Yeah. So, for me, so, for me, it was like – and I was still in high school. Yeah, you were, yeah. I did it in the school holidays. Um, but it was a really cool experience and definitely as soon as I can, whenever that is. Yeah. We'll let you know. <laughs> What is why the name Chasing Velvet? Cool, that's another story. <laughs> so when we started out, um, the whole concept of Chasing Velvet was to be a full-on girl band. By girl band, I don't mean like I mean like all playing and um, yeah. So when we first started out, we had um, some other friends and. Uh, yeah, we were we were kind of aiming to be like the pop punk. Yeah, pop punk, like a female version of Five Sauce, old Five Sauce. Yeah, like but, early, um, early Avril Lavigne sort of pop punk. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like you can already see, like in this new day era, I mean, you know, the new style of music and mm. uh, the way mm. the mu- music industry is going, we probably wouldn't have been able to yeah. do much more than just. Local local things. things, I think. Um, as as both as we might like, we both really enjoyed it. Um, Chasing Velvet 
wasn't like we didn't actually come up with a name. Yeah, it was we were we were writing um, a whole bunch of different words that matched um, with each other. It was random, like what word goes with what? Yeah, so our <laughs> I friends. Remember, I remember I was on the phrase generator at some point. Yeah, I was just clicking. Nope, don't like it. Nope, too many words. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so our friends um, they put like the inputs in as well, and for some reason, chasing velvet was the only ones that sounded good together. Yeah. So we didn't come up with the words, but we're like, yeah, okay, this works together. It's the only one that sounded any it, good it, Yeah, <laughs> all the rest were like horizon, something. Sunset. Snow. <laughs> like, it did not make sense. Yeah. I mean, you can't go worse than Maroon 5's early one, which was something like the flowers. And it was an absolute nightmare oh. of a name. I, I cannot remember their name. Really? It was, it was, oh. it was something really weird. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Mainly because I had Hey Violet on your, my brain, and then I saw you actually, oh, you actually covered Hoodie, yeah. which I yeah. adore. <laughs> a lot of people actually yeah. get a bit confused. I think it's the like, Velvet oh, and Violet, and it's like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely inspo yeah. when, we, when we first started first out. Started. But it's just nice to see like a female-fronted groups coming back i mean the hots that i spoke to recently they're female fronted rock and roll which we haven't heard mm. for years and then like i mentioned in the intro you guys have got a bit of that early 2000s vibe that's sort of not around much now like the the oh, yeah. songs that you listen to yeah. as a kid it's got that sort of i can't name a song off the top of my head but it's got that early 2000s vibe that's sort of there so yeah. something else in like Charlie and Troy walked back with 1999 where they had the sort of sound as as good as nice yeah. to hear those sounds that were like because it's all like that's, mumble yeah. rap as it's so called now is like uh, it's like that's a lot of what it is now and it's just like well but sometimes you like those early yeah. vibes that you grew up with that's there yeah and that's that's what I was like that's, that's where I put that from that was just how it sounded to me was early 2000s yeah. sort of sounds. I yeah, think yeah. A lot of music is doing that these days. Is going back and getting inspiration from it's what the nineties, the eighties, even like music, fashion. Everything's everything's just rejuvenating. Just going back, it's really cool to see, um, like, our parents being like, "That sounds like something I would have listened to when I was yeah, yeah." Your age. And, oh, I wore this when I was your age, but it's you want it now, okay? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because like I think we both grew up with very older music mm. like very old generation of music Same. and like yeah yeah so like now with the new generation of music with the old authentic sounds is actually really pleasant to hear mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's really nice and it's really cool because we really both really nostalgic. like it yeah yeah it's just like yeah I was like really I think, cool I think it's the, your management that you're with is actually I know it's like I mean, Kiss Chasey and Short Stack, and it was like all these bands that I li- like, we, well, given we both are the same age, it's like there's, yeah. there's bands we listen to as kids. It's like, 
it's nice to hear that back again. Like when I saw the yeah. Tintings were coming back, I was like, it's been like four years or eight <laughs> years or something since I heard music, and it's nice yep. to suddenly get all these the nostalgia back because that's like where the good music came from. Like I remember when there's like Plain White Tees, yeah. And, you know, like I used to listen to the American Top Forty and stuff like that. It's just nice to hear those sort yep. of vibes back again. So I think it's nice that groups like yourself are taking that sort of back into the vibe to to give that sort of sound back again because there's a lot of the vintage and retro sort of things that are coming back now. Whether that I love is, that. That's so funny. We both do. Yeah, like, yeah, we both do. I think we've always kind of been like that. Not only music, music but, but like fashion everything. and that. And it's just so funny because now it's like coming back <laughs> in, like, oh, cool. Yay. We're not the odd ones out. <laughs> and, and it's like to any Americans, they're like, who's Kiss Chasey? Who shorts that? And, and it's like, <laughs> we, we were like the non goth kids that just loved like short stacking everyone that yeah. like growing up. And, like, you, you, no one could name a Kiss Chasey song now, but it's, like, this music that we grew up with. And I think it's nice yeah, that yeah. it's sort of got those vibes in your music that's there, whether that be Australian or not. I mean, I, I love to see you girls at the Aries because, really, in comparison, we've got the Veronicas and that's it. And every time, like, X Factor yeah. or something, try to start a girl group, they've just failed. And it's just massively flopped because mm. there's no chemistry. But then you've got two friends like yourselves that actually go together and work well and to have a female drummer as well, like Naomi, is just super rare. Oh, I, mean, I mean, I can't really name any other female drummers. I mean, you think about all the bands, you've got like Kiss, male drummer, Linkin Park, Coldplay, all male drummers. Like, I, yeah. I couldn't easily name a female drummer off the top of my head. So, Especially one that's and drums and plays guitar. <laughs> Aww, and someone, yes. someone who used to play the drums, I can, it's, it's not that easy and... Um, yeah, no. I know. Were you calling her Naomi before? <laughs> no, that's just yeah. Amira's accent. <laughs> accent? I was going to say she's Australian. Naomi. Sometimes it's Naomi. Naomi. Gnomes. 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 Yeah. Whatever glitch about. Whatever comes out. <laughs> I'm just like Naomi. Sounds like sounds like a pet name. Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you actually have group chats on Twitter, and your fans are called Velveteers. What has the fan response yeah. been like? Because I know you clocked about 21,000 on Twitter, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, honestly, I didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's insane to see. Like, like what? Whoa. And then they're like, they're changing their like bios. They're changing their profile pictures. They yeah. have us in it, and it's they like, send really? us. They send us really cool uh, like edits, uh, like video edits. And art, or, fan uh, art is like, like it's actually really cool, and it's inspiring for us. Yeah. Because like it just makes us want to do it even more, like even pursue, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this industry because you can influence like so many people, and because like our uh, our fan group, like a lot of them are like. Teenagers, yeah. a lot of them teenagers, and like I have a younger sister, so I want to be able to be that good influence for yeah. her, and I think that's what for Definitely. these 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 girls and these boys, and yeah, they're like it's just really cool, influence them in the in a good yeah direction. And it's really amazing to see, like, and it makes you appreciate it so much that they took time out of their day, they 
they put in the effort to create something, not even just like, yeah. it's like that they thought of that. Like they took the time to think of something to make us and then send it to us. It's like, wow, really? I think that's what I was saying to Sean earlier one today actually is, and I think this is a general philosophy for a lot of artists, is if you can impact even just one person, then you've really probably done your job and achieve what you wanted to do. And, like, you can look back on it, you know, when you're older and say, well, hey, I did that. You know, if I improve one person's life with music, well, yeah, it's a win. And from, from there, it's just yeah. a bonus, really, if you have to do yeah. that with music. And I've got some individual questions for you. Now, Naomi, having originally come from Indonesia, is there any inspirations or motivations you carry with you daily and integrate into your music, whether it be a particular beat or a sound? Actually, yes. Um, it, I was actually born and raised in Australia, but I, I moved to Indonesia when I was 12. And I lived there for seven years, so like pretty much half my life. Um, yeah, I've always been playing, I've always been playing music um, since I was like five <laughs> with my sisters. I have a very musical family. Um, and actually, we started out with a lot of reggae and gospel music when we were younger. And um, yeah, anyway, years kept going and um, I moved to Indonesia and I was kind of exposed to rock and grunge, like Nirvana, Muse, Mew, like so many amazing influences, Coldplay, which I, as a drummer, loved because the musicality in that music is amazing and it's technical and you really have to listen and feel the music to to be able to play it so yeah like just because of the experience of moving different countries um helped me a lot with my musicality um and yeah I got to play with a lot of different bands when I was living overseas and a lot of them were either rock or pop so I would have to always kind of change genres and play music and yeah, ever since then, I moved back to Australia, met Amira, and we were, like, experimenting different music ourselves. We started, like we said, it started off with pop punk, and now we're, like, doing cool vibey music that we both really enjoy. So it kind of worked out really well with the whole moving <laughs> experience, I think, yeah. So the drums, is that was that a natural thing you learned by yourself, or was that something you were taught? Yeah, it, it, started, it started off with... Um, obviously like the rhythmic section but because I was uh I was five when I really wanted to join my sisters they were all playing instruments already um my parents gave me a oh yeah it was a water bottle with rice in it (laughs) and they said you can keep the time and that's you know you just got to focus on that I was like okay so I would be there keeping in time um and then from then on it went to like congas and bongos it's like the percussion area and then from there when I was eight I was like my neighbor had a drum kit and they were moving in I didn't know who they were and then I ran across the road I was like can you teach me how to play drums and he's like okay so I did like I think I did maybe two months worth of drum lessons with my neighbor As most and then do. after that yeah, I know, it was so random. And then um, yeah, my parents saw the potential, I guess, and they bought me a drum kit. And then I was like, okay, thanks for the lessons. And I started practicing by myself. <laughs> and then it just evolved from there, really. 
And for and for the listeners, Naomi just got a new drum kit from Yamaha. Yes, it's just so pretty. I say it's a she. I don't know why. It's uh, she's sparkly. It is sparkly. You were just so. like it's got glitter. <laughs> like I was watching Honestly. you unbox it, and you're just like it's got glitter, and it's and you're just like you're like a kid in a toy store. You're just like you, oh you're just like geeking yes. out entirely. Yeah, I was. I was because um, it it was a massive thing um for Yamaha to 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 approach me and. And then when the drum kit came, I was like, whoa, this is happening? This happened? I have a drum kit from Yamaha? What? It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, it was a really fun thing. Um, it was really, it was a real nice change as well because when I moved back to Australia, I, I didn't bring any of my instruments from Indonesia. I sold them all to come back to Australia, to be honest. Um, so when I came back here, I bought like, a $300 second hand well fourth hand drum kit really <laughs> um so yeah it was really really nice to 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 get the Yamaha and I was just like whoa this is awesome yeah it was like a kid yeah <laughs> is there anything on your wish list that Yamaha might give you is there anything on Amiri's wish list that you might get um they just they... really good like um, what do you call it? Audio sound stuff. Yeah, fancy stuff. audio stuff <laughs> that I can play with and make make Band music. <laughs> Things that sound good. <laughs> when you say audio stuff, I'm sort of visualizing like Maggie Rogers with their like drumstick in the next to the mic stand. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Those like videos are so cool when people like make sounds out of like stuff, random things. <laughs> yeah, like, make full songs out of just like. I saw a guy was like making a full song out of like a pe- like a piece of toilet paper. Really? Like, what? That's crazy. Ripping it, and he was like tapping the cardboard, and I was like, oh, it was really cool. People are so creative. So, Mira, with your musical theatre background, can we ever hope for a Broadway cover of like popular from Wicked or a Broadway inspired track? Now, it, for really. those listening, Naomi's just pointing at her and going. Like yes, <laughs> I always put like I, I watched Amira do um, Alice in Wonderland for her school. Well, I think it was last September, but I was okay, just I, like, I need to see that. This is a um, <laughs> oh, the biggest Alice fan, yeah. so I need to see that. Oh yeah, it was so good, and I was just like, this is a whole other side of Amira, and I always tell her, he's like, yes, you should do it. Yeah, it's it's really it's really fun. It's something that I haven't done a lot recently which I probably should thank you for reminding me um but um yeah my first YouTube cover was um a Moana song and I was like I haven't done this in a while this is fun and then um I yeah I've just been doing um school musicals since school musicals were open to me like my first school musical I was in three and I was the youngest person in the cast um yeah we did Jungle Book um, Whoa. And I was, I was. The, I didn't know this. I was the snake, and I had, um, I had like. Oh a, no! Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, know this, yeah. <laughs> I had, um, I had like my, uh, my mum, um, she painted my face with like scales, and um, they sewed a really big toy snake to my dress, and um, I was supposed, to, I was supposed to be really still, and then I was supposed to move the head as if the head was my head. It was just a really, really fun experience, and that was. Um, 
that wasn't a musical. It was um, just it was a play, which was um, something that I hadn't done um, before because before then I was always in choir. I was always doing things. I was always really scared to do them. <laughs> um, I always got really bad stage fright singing. Um, and for some reason, acting, I didn't. And I did a lot of dancing when I was younger. So, like, those things were fine. But for some reason, singing just was really, really scary. Um, I cried and ran off stage in my first talent show at school, I think. Um, <laughs> I was singing a Delta song and I, like, got on stage and I looked at the crowd and I was like, nope. <laughs> and I cried and I ran off and I was like, I got, I'm sorry. Sorry, nope. <laughs> yeah, and so like um I guess being on stage dancing and acting and stuff, it's really helped with that stage staging for me and comfortability. Like now get me on a stage, go, just do it. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah, it's and it's it's definitely helped with our music, like in doing the dancing, like now we have yeah, and that is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Not mine, but yeah, we'll get it in there. Uh, we have choreography. Right. For I noticed that with your la- your EP launch, actually, mm. you had a dancer yeah, on stage it's... with you that you was actually dancing. I think I think it was if I may, it might have been. Yeah, Naomi and I were both dancing, but if I may, <laughs> and um and for replay actually um. It was it was a really fun thing to um, we had a choreographer and um, we were sort of collaborating, figuring out what what would work, what else we could do, what we could what we were capable of doing yeah. um, with a mic in our hands and um well, not for Naomi because she's, <laughs> she's got a super cool headset mic but um but um yeah it was a really really fun process for me I and it's something that I'm doing a lot now is trying to figure out what am I going to do on stage, like trying to choreograph the other songs that haven't been choreographed by somebody. And that's like my, like one of my favorite things is just like, yeah. Amir is like a firecracker on stage. She dances. <laughs> I just have, like just the people, like it doesn't have to be, but when the audience is super into it, it just makes you so hyped and like, yes, I'm ready. You're ready. Let's go. Let's have some fun. <laughs> It's really fun. I think one of my favourite things is, like, I know it was Maggie and Billie Eilish, coincidentally, is they both have this, like, awkward style of dancing, but it's really adorable and all the fans love it. (laughs) So I I like Billie Eilish. I I think it doesn't have to be, like, a particular style of choreography now. It's, like, Maggie's got, like, this arm movement. There's just this really awkward but adorable (laughs) dorky dance and it's her and it's, like, you always imitated just sing along with it because it's just her thing. And so I think it's, it's yeah, no, there's not this necessity to be, you know, 100% good at dancing yeah. now. It's like you can have your own thing. It's And that's, yeah. What, yeah. that's what I think is probably one of the nicer things, I think. Yeah, yeah. something that um, um, the audience can resonate with you and they can be like, oh, that's your thing. Yeah, and exactly. then they can sort of, yeah, they can mirror it, and it's like, and it's cool. I know, I know it's at the end of, I think it's Jackie Chan cover, that Na, Naomi, I'm not sure there's a little giggle at the end of it, but you've, you've also got these really adorable things on your covers where 
you'll be in the middle of it, and they just look at each other and start giggling. Because we don't know what to do. <laughs> We're like, it's so It's like this awkward but adorable giggle in the middle of it. I can't, I can't even imitate it. It's, it. it's just it's just pure gold. Because I was going to watch all your covers, and there's one the other day. That was it. I just lost it because he was in, I think he either ended it or he was in the middle of it. And just start looked at each other and just started laughing and giggling. And they just oh, kept going. Yeah. And you can sort of see um, a little bit in our individual covers, generally we film each other. Yeah. So um, it's kind of so hard not to laugh. So probably the giggle with That explains the end of a drum mom with Jackie Chan, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, see, ah, um, at the end of it. It's just yeah. like this, this adorable, yeah. cute sigh, and it's just like, okay. But I think it's nice that you yeah. actually leave that in there because it, it, sort of, it makes you human, really, that you sort of yeah. you yeah. don't really give a shit yeah. that it's it's in there because it's, it's who yeah. you are. Yeah. It's who we are, so, you know, it's it's. I think people like that why, as well. Why, why not, right? Why, yeah. why hide that part of us? We're not completely serious people. We're goofy. We have we like joke around. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> it sounds like something Joey said to me recently. It was like she doesn't take music seriously, and I think it's like I said in the intro. It's nice to see that there's this joy and passion for her, and it's not a chore. Like some some artists yeah. are sort yeah. of just like, oh, I've got to do more music. Whereas you can tell mm-hmm. in the covers that you actually enjoy doing it, and that it's fun, and that you actually love it. It's yeah. not just as like you're not being paid to do it just because you can sort of thing, which yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's some of that that's exists and I'm not gonna name drop, but it it's still, that exists nowadays. And I think yeah. it's nice to see that you've actually got a young girl group that might just arrive with the Veronicas soon. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really, if you think about it, with Veronica's the only girl group we've got. That is true. true. That like, I mean, that's like yep. you know globally known. They're they're really the only yeah. girl group, so it's nice that we've got yeah. another one that might might just uh, push them a bit. Hopefully, <laughs> especially duos in general. Like well, there aren't true. that many duos. I mean, most of the yeah. bands we've got are like Five Sauce, Chase Chase yeah. Atlantic. It's like it's all male fronted bands, so it's nice to get some female fronted ones. Like the Heights, yeah, Chasing Velvet, and you know, because really there's not a lot that we're either at the Arias or, and not even seen at the time they've got a pool international, and it'd be nice to have yeah. some national acts that we can go, hey, that's ours, and yeah, we made it globally. Cool. Yeah, I mean, even because Eurovision's opening up next year for on the Gold Coast, I believe. Wow! Oh, we I didn't even know that. <laughs> so enter. <laughs> yeah, we. Because apparently Australia's deciding, so hey, why not send you girls? Why not? We didn't even know about that, but thank you. Because yeah, I, <laughs> I believe it. Should... Yeah, I believe it's. Yeah, because SBS announced it a couple of weeks back that it's Australia's deciding this year, which is makes a nice change given every other country's done it and they kept picking Sony yeah. acts. I mean, it's nice that the Sony acts are good, but like, yeah. why not give it like the other countries do where. We give them an upcoming act that's got a big following, like yourselves, that's not mega popular, but then ends up being mega popular by the time Eurovision's done. Because a lot of the time, ones making it into my iTunes library that I'd never otherwise listen to without it. So, 
it's it's we need That's a young group there. I mean, we need a young group there because ninety percent of the time they send well-established artists like Dami yeah. or Guy or and there's like not everyone is a fan of that or you know send someone who's going to get something out of it that's you know either hasn't been there before or you know could build their fan base internationally yeah, I mean, yeah. that's something i mean thankfully we have reached into the us and the uk but that's yeah. something that, you know that'd be nice to go hey we've sent a girl group from australia and the world goes hang on they've got girl groups because we're not known yeah. for that so that'd be something nice to be able to change I think so. And it's super important for, yeah, just for, like for the audience to see like that you don't have to be, you don't have to be like a Dami M. You don't have to be like from those, those um, the high space. profile things. Yeah. Like, um, like just, you can get somewhere by yeah, not by being doing that. a local hit <laughs> and and even just like being a duo and being female and doing it i think that's really important for people to see that it can be done and you can do it and just do it if you want because it can happen yeah that's that's interesting thanks for that we didn't even know that's something that we could like we're gonna write down yeah that's another thing so do it i I would vote for you girls except sally we can't vote for australia (laughs) which is a bit of a sad sad thing but yeah (laughs) but hey there's there's an idea that when you said about being an inspiration to young girls like your sister, is that the reason you don't really swear in your music or is that just a pure fluke on the EP? No, it's, it's, we're really conscious about the way, actually, I don't think we even need to be conscious. We're not, not those kind of people anyway. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, now and then a, a good old swear word will come out when you hit it's your warranted. toe <laughs> or something or you hit the wrong chord. Oh, man. But, like, you know, we just we try not to or we don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mainly, mainly one. I Yeah, I, still, I live with my younger sister, so I just don't want her kind of, you know, getting that kind of influence. And then, yeah, Amira's the same as well. Like, yeah. she... I don't think you're young people. Yeah, like I have um, a niece and nephew, yeah. and like you don't want to be, you just don't want them to see you, even like your family, like yeah, you know. And it's not that is not authentic to us anyway. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah, I think that's probably where your the press yeah, part of it got the little mix idea because that's something they've done is kept it like because they've got younger fans. And I gather, and as you've said, you've got younger fans as well. So I think, yeah, that's yeah, that's nice that it's something that's kept in mind rather than just oh, forget that. We'll, we'll just swear anyway because we can. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. that's nothing. But thank you once again for giving up your time to chat with us, Naomi and Amira. Chasing Velvet's debut EP replay is out now on iTunes. And Ascendancy, which for those of listeners who haven't heard Chasing Velvet's work before, Ascendancy will be debuting exclusively on our Anchor channel, along with the upload of this episode. If you want a taste of the replay EP before you go buy it. I've been your host, TJ, alongside Naomi and Amira from Chasing Velvet, and we'll see you all in the next episode.